0: You all on this joyous day that our Lord has blessed us with. Thank you for being here and for joining us on this third Sunday of Great before we lent as we celebrate the veneration of the Holy Cross. And for those of you joining us on our online stream this morning, we thank you for being with us as well. So there's the story of this man who bought this this house. And this house was really run down. But he thought, ah, you know. He thought, I'm gonna buy this house, I'm gonna fix it up, I'm gonna sell it, I'll make a profit, I'm gonna buy this house. This man buys this house. So after the closing, right, the person who made the clothes on the house said, This is a very special, this is a very special house. It's very, very, very special, and only one key is gonna be able to open it. And I'm gonna give you that key. Don't lose it, it's irreplaceable. I'm gonna give you that key because only this key is gonna open the door to this house. And you're gonna be surprised what you're gonna find when you open the door of this house. So the man goes to the house. And this house really needed a lot of work, right? It didn't look like anything special. He puts the key into the lock, he opens the door, and what does he find in the house? Riches beyond imagination, my brother, sister, and sisters in Christ. Riches beyond imagination. And this man was beside himself. He's like, oh my gosh, you got all these riches. And he lived on those riches. The rest of his life. Who would be to go? So why do I share this with you this morning as we celebrate this feast day, uh, this, this third Sunday of Great Lent, as we celebrate the beautiful feast of the veneration of the Holy Cross. Because in a way, the cross is like the house. Remember, 2,000 years ago, the cross was just two pieces of the wood put together, didn't look like much of anything. In fact, the cross was an instrument of shame what crucified on the cross, it was a shameful humiliating thing to experience and yet what do we say at the end of every liturgy before we leave the church when we invoke the intercessions of all the saints, what do we say to the power of the precious and life-giving cross, yes, cross, that's exactly right <laughs> the power of the precious and life-giving cross Just does the cross have power how does the cross have power in my life and in your life? And what is the key to unlock that power that we may live the riches that come with the cross that are beyond imagination and that can be with us for life? So I just want to share some brief thoughts with you today because we have the procession after liturgy. But I want to share with you some thoughts about what is the key that we use to unlock the power of the cross, and powers the cross and the power in my life and in yours? You know what that key is? one word, very difficult. Don't forget. Don't <laughs> you to remember this? The key is humility. The key is humility. The humility is the key that unlocks the power to the cross and what gives the cross uh, us life through the cross. Why? Because our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Think about this. God came into history in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He left heaven and became. One of us. 100% man and 100% God. Fully man and fully God, right? That's what we believe who Jesus is. 100% man and 100% God. That was an act of humility. He was crucified on the cross that I may have eternal life, that you and all of us may have eternal life in his name. That was an act of humility. So my invitation, and your invitation, my brothers in Christ, is to acquire humility in our life. How do we do that? St. John Climacus, Otherwise known as St. John of the Ladder, that we celebrate—I think that Sunday, maybe even—and Great Holy Land wrote this book called *The Ladder of Divine Ascent*. Some of you may have read it. It's a beautiful book on the steps of the spiritual life from St. John's perspective. And St. John talks about how to acquire humility. So I'm going to give you a few spiritual tools to keep in your spiritual toolbox. For acquiring humility, and I'll explain why it's important at the the very, very end. So St. John of the Ladder says there are so many ways you can acquire humility. So many ways we can acquire humility, but I'm just going to share two with you. And the first is remembering our sins. We acquire humility, my brothers and sisters in Christ, by remembering our sins. So there's a story... St. John, in his writings, tells the story of this monk who thought that he was a saint. He had already made it. And he thought of himself as perfect, and he was a saint, and he was holy, and he was done. But this is a set of efforts, right? A monk was having these thoughts. Pretty vague thoughts. Pretty private thoughts, wouldn't you say? So what does this monk do? He goes to his, he goes to his cell, he goes to his room, and on the wall, he writes all of the all of the good virtues. He writes peacefulness, gentleness, safe, self-control, forgiveness. He writes all these virtues. And whenever he has these thoughts, he goes into his cell, and he looks at the, all these virtues on the wall, and he thinks to himself, oh, many, oh my gosh, how many times have I not lived up to that virtue? And how many times have I not lived up to that virtue? And he remembers all the times that he's fallen to sin, and that takes him back to a place of humility remembrance of past sins by the brothers of Christ. But St. But John also says there's a problem with that. That might work for some, but it may not work for all. Because St. John in his writing says that the remembrance of past sins for some may be too painful. Certainly we want to remember past sins to bring us to a place of humility, but we never, we never want to remember past sins to bring us to a place of despair, says St. John. So St. John says, if remembering past sins doesn't work for you, try something else, he says. He says, you can also acquire humility ability through remembering our weakness. I'm weak. You're weak. Each and every one of us, by quote, to Christ, are weak. And we're prone to sin, because we live in a fallen world, right? And we can fall to sin at any time. And that's why our church fathers emphasize the ascetic efforts of prayer, of fasting, right, during Great Lent, keeping vigils, because these things are important aids to our humility, right? Because they reveal to us our weaknesses, the weaknesses of our flesh, and just how weak we are. So if the remembrance of sins doesn't lead us to a place of humility, remembering we are weak, and that we are fallen, and we can fall into sin at any time, my brothers and sisters in Christ, leads us to a place of humility. And St. John lists so many other ways that we could acquire humility, we just don't have time to review them all. I would just, I thought I would just give you two. So why is this important? And here's the practical part of all this. St. John in his writings says the following. He says, acquiring humility is important. And here it is. I want you guys to remember this. Are you listening? I want you to remember it's really important. St. John the latter says acquiring humility is important because only through humility can we grow in Christ. Only through humility can we grow in Christ. And then St. John says, not only through humility do we grow in Christ, he says through humility we mend the wounds with one another. If we've wronged one another, someone's wronged us. If we need to mend relationships that can be mended only through humility, says St. John. And then St. John says, my brothers and sisters in Christ, there is no other way. There is no, no other way. And I share this with you because that really resonated with me. That really resonated with me. Because sometimes I'm not always humble, or as humble perhaps as I should be. Perhaps you've had similar experiences in your life. But look at this. Developing a relationship with Christ, this, this, this vertical relationship to humility, and to, developing a relation to, to having relationship with one another, or a mending relationships with one another, that horizontal kind of aspect, what is it for? Of course a cross. Right? And sometimes in brothers and sisters in Christ, the cross is heavy. But God is always there carrying it with us. Because he loves us, and he will never forsake us. So as we're going around at the church today with a procession at the Holy Cross, midway through Great Lent, our church is inviting us to a special place. You know what that place is? Our church is inviting us to sit at the cross with Christ. Sit at the cross with Christ. Contemplate. How much humility do I have in my life, Father Dean? How do I, Father Dean, need to grow in my humility? Do you need to grow in yours? And that comes through sitting at the cross with our Lord and Savior, who gave us the ultimate expression of humility, and that is his crucifixion on the cross. To mend our relationship with him and with one another, because as St. John Climacus says, my brothers and sisters in Christ, there is no. Other. There is no other. So I leave you with this thought. Remember the house? Remember, remember the beautiful all, oh, the beautiful riches that were in the house? And this man received the riches with joy? And he lived on those riches for the rest of his life? Remember that? we said when we started sharing thoughts this morning. If we take the key of humility, and we unlock the power of the cross, we're going to experience those riches in a the riches that humility has to give me and you in every single one of us. Because let me tell you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, society may think that humility is a weakness, but Christ clearly teaches us that humility is a strength, that humility is a virtue that we are to emulate, As our Lord is humble, we are to humbled. And as we live a life of humility, as we grow in our humility, we grow closer to Christ, we mend our relationships with those that need to be mended to the degree that we are able, because sometimes we may not be able, with one another. Right? What comes from that? Peace of mind, forgiveness, the abundance of blessings, riches that we'll carry with us, that we can carry with us in our life. Live those riches with the joy until eternity. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ bless us all like.